Probably the most quoted or referenced person on my podcast is Navy SEAL uh, Marcus Luttrell. And he's the guy who wrote the book that later became a movie, Lone Survivor, where he was the only SEAL. All his other SEAL team members were, were, uh, were killed in action. And he was the only SEAL left, and he had to crawl for miles with a broken back to safety. It's an incredible movie, incredible book. And, and now he's got his own podcast, too. It's called Team Never Quit, where he and a couple of other SEALs um, have their platform, and they, they talk about some some uh, some real good things on there. So I urge you to pop over and listen to that uh, that podcast is to, uh, that podcast too. So, but he said this. Uh, Latrell said this. He said everybody's reality is unique to them, and they build it themselves to make it perfect. But the people who can exist in other people's realities are the ones who succeed. And I think that's important to note because because we all live in different realities, don't we? We all, we all have our own unique way of existing, our own unique way of viewing the world. And our way, we swear our way is the right way. I see it all the time. Pick two, two news channels and they'll have uh, completely different views on the same subject. Or take the Baptist or non-denominational church member and have a discussion with a Catholic. Each one of them will argue that their reality is right, that their way to get to heaven is the right way, that their way of praying is the right way. Or how about a customer? Take the same product and sell it sell it to three different customers, and they'll all negotiate differently. Same product, different view. All of them will be justified. Or flip the script. What about the salespeople? Three, three different salespeople selling the same exact product, and they'll all arrive at a, at a different bottom line. Your kids, your boo, your bae, all of us, man, live in different realities. We all have, uh, we, we, all, we all work to, to, to make our, our, our own views, our own way, our own reality perfect. But to stay liquid in life and fluid in thought, to be able to, to stay mobile and move up and through life, man, the key is, is can you exist in other people's realities yet stay true to yourself? I think the reason why we dig in and hold firm to our own beliefs is because, because you know, number one, we, we don't want to feel like that we're wrong. Sometimes we don't even know why we're right, but we, we, it, we don't even make a case. We just shut down and say, I, just because. Or, or we look at it another way, or you know, we don't want to we don't want to release our ideas because we don't want to look incompetent or weak or inferior. So we just dig in, man. We dig in against someone else's views on on uh, on, on on that subject or that idea. Look, I don't, I don't, I don't have to agree with everything that you say. I don't have to look at the world or agree with the way that you look at the world. But at least I can remain flexible and listen to your thought and your viewpoint. At least I can try to understand someone else's way of seeing things. It's all about remaining adaptable, you know? About remaining flexible in thought and, and, and in process. I mean, I'll flip to the other thought. I'll flip to someone else's reality in a minute. Because I'll do this because I want to stand in their shoes and I want to look through their lenses. Because I know this, if I can understand, if I can understand maybe where they're coming from, Maybe I can be enlightened because, again, there's so much more out there that I don't know than what I do know. So why hold so firm to the little bit that you know? Maybe I'm missing something. Maybe I don't know something. Maybe they know something more. And if I remain flexible and adaptable, I can become enlightened to that. 
or maybe maybe I do have a different way of looking at things and maybe I can gradually pull them over to look through my lenses and together together we can meet somewhere common the both of us that's what negotiation is right a customer comes in with their reality and they swear their reality is the right way and even if it's distorted there's no there's no arguing against that initially I know this, I'll get a lot further if I don't listen with the intent to prove them wrong, but instead, I'll get a lot further if I just if I just find a reason to see why maybe they're right. Look through their shoes, through their or look through their lenses and stand in their shoes, man. And then along the way just pepper in some per- perspectives, some other angles, some other ways of looking at things where they say, "Hmm, yeah, I can I can see that." And they get to nodding. It's not about proving them wrong, man. I just want to see why they're right. And offer some different insights. I just want to stay flexible, man. Flexible in thought. I want to stay flexible in all issues. And yeah, it's a constant fight. Yeah, it's a constant battle. Because the ego sets in, man, and wants you to to remain and hold firm that you're right. No, maybe I'm wrong. I want to look at the way that that my kids look at things. how, How their mom views her reality. How a customer or how someone who disagrees with something I post, what are they what is their reality? And not dig in against them, but run alongside of them. The key is can I hold two opposing ideas? Can, can I hold two opposing ideas and can I argue can I make a valid argument for both sides? And am I willing then to adjust my reality? It's not a sign of weakness, dude. It's a position of strength. To weigh the ideas and then reload the bar of thought. So we got to stay fluid, man. We got to stay flexible. And also, I need you to stay tuned. Stay tuned for tomorrow's podcast. I have no idea what we're going to talk about, but we'll talk about something. Thanks so much for tuning in to The Sales Life, and I'll see you back here next time.